For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Hey, welcome to Camp Crafty Fireside Talk Radio, where we, our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Well, I am really excited about this episode. This is just a really special moment for me. I have a special co-host today. I'm calling her a co-host and not a guest. And her name is Anna Craffy Pierce. Anna, welcome to the show. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Could you guess how we're related? Well, okay. I I usually do a bio. Anna's never been on the show with me before, have you, dear? Nope. We've been trying, but, you know, toddlers. Okay. So I decided to invite her on the show as a co-host because I'm going to invite her back. It's not going to be a one-and-done thing for me with Anna because I just know this is going to be a great show. And we have lots of stuff we want to talk about. We're going to be talking about how you can create the perfect environment for your family to have a great Thanksgiving moment, even if you have little baby toddlers that are going to demand tons of attention, as they always do. So whether you're a mom or a grandmom, Anna and I have some fabulous ideas, and she is an expert. Now, Anna, usually on this part of the show, I give people a little bit of your bio. So I'm going to do that just because you're my co-host and you deserve that kind of respect. Anna is a trained educator, experienced and trained, very creative person. She has a degree in, I believe, is it a uh, I should know this because I think we help pay for it. Um, you have an art degree, a bachelor's in art, and a with a minor in Spanish. Is that correct? Can I give a shout out to all my favorite places? Um, yes, do TJC, that. TJC. I, I have an associate's degree in art from TJC, and uh, one of the reasons I wanted to educate other people is because Derek White over there is just a fabulous human being and inspired me to want that. And then. Um, at UNT, I got my bachelor's in painting and drawing and then in art history because I couldn't choose with a minor oh. in Spanish. Oh, that's so. what it was. I couldn't remember. I knew yep. there was a lot. And you paid for the whole degree. Speaking of giving I, people credit, I'm you and all, Dad. Well, thank you for so that. To us. Uh, and <laughs> it, it is coming back to me because I get free art lessons all the time. So one of the right. things we're going to talk, we're going to talk, we're going to come back to that. I, I had a bucket list a big major thing for me was when Anna was able to do a big, huge painting for Tyler junior college. And as it is hanging in one of their beautiful buildings over there, the, the, I know the name of this building and I'm going to say it correctly. I just have to reach in here. It is the 
Robert M. Rogers Nursing and Health Science Center, where your your big, beautiful painting is. And because I'm her mother, she let me apprentice. So in other words, I just put some purple paint on there and my little grandson was sitting in my lap and we were just having a great time with these huge paint brushes. And then she would fix everything we did. So that was a fun project we got to do together. And that is how I got to be an artist with uh, work on public display. So yay, that, that art, uh, what we paid for in college came back to me, but that is not the topic. We're getting off track as I knew we would. Except, except it's a great segue because what makes that building so wonderful and the whole idea over there at TJC is environment. They're yeah. creating an environment that educates the whole person. It's a science building with original art downstairs in a gallery. That's true. And, um, and it, you, it, the word you used as you entered the segment was how we create an environment over the holidays oh, that yeah. best suits our family and their needs. And I love that because when you gave me the, the kind of the prompts this afternoon, when we kind of were talking about doing this together, I, I, I just brainstormed and made a list of things that I loved because Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday me and too. none of them are outside of the normal pattern of our lives. They were nothing, the, the things I remember best from childhood were not things that you did, especially because it was Thanksgiving. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> they were things that just connected with the environment you guys were creating for us of thankfulness and togetherness that happened to happen most densely at Thanksgiving. Well, I um, love... So that was a sweet discovery for me. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. You know, it's one of my favorite holidays, too. And no wonder here in East Texas, because the trees turn colors, and there's kind of an overcast quality to the light. It's filtered in this really beautiful way through the gold and red of the trees and this big, beautiful pine forest we live in, out where, especially in the country, with the green pine trees and all. So it is an environment that really does induce creativity. And and at Thanksgiving especially, it just makes you want to honor God and and be grateful for all that he created. But Anna, okay, so I have this wonderful idea. I know we're going to run out of time in this segment, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make at least one announcement, and we're going to come back to it perhaps in the end. I, I want my listening friends to know that as of this month, we have passed. I thought I was going to be announcing 1 million downloads, but my tech is sending me this great information. Thank you, Roy. We have amazing tech tech people at uh, TogiNet, and he just sent me the numbers, and we are over 2 million downloads Whoa. on these shows. Can you believe it? That's awesome. Yeah, and speaking of shout-outs, I just wanted – I'm thankful. I mean, this is one of the – we're going to be talking about – games especially for toddlers that you can play and in this way you can put together a thanksgiving kit and take it as a hostess gift for your friends or i'm going to use it as a birthday gift that's what got me started thinking about all this but before we move into uh we'll probably pick that up in the next segment because i want to take a minute and just thank a few people i've had so many unbelievable guests on this show it's really humbled and you know, your sister was on the show at first a year ago because I was too afraid to do it by myself. That's really the truth. She <laughs> she did that for me, and I am thankful for that. At Ellen Crafty Trant, and so, but in the meantime, I've had all these great guests, and so I just wanted to say, there's a couple of people I wanted to shout out, and they probably don't even know this, but for instance, I had Dave and Barb Howe on to talk about purity and pornography for and, and helping men, if, especially if you're married to a man that struggles with this. 
their downloads have gotten over 33,000 hits. Um, I had a really dear friend of mine. Um, uh, where did her number go? Sandra Merville Hart was on the show talking about how to create an environment where your child can learn to write if they have a natural bent towards st- storytelling. And her stories have been, uh, oh, I didn't write the number down, but I know it's over thirty to 40,000, maybe 50,000 on hers. Uh, Chris Lake came in and talked about fatherhood. Both his episodes have done over almost 50,000 each. Oh, here's hers. Hers, uh, oh, no, this is Whitney Patterson did one, Raising Creative Kids, and about giving them a childhood filled with wonder. Over 50,000 hits, downloads on that. I think hits may be the wrong language. I'm not, you know, I'm 60. I never thought I'd be doing this. It's just kind of crazy to me. Darlene Marshall, Single and Strong, Excellence After Divorce. That episode has gone crazy. And then I have a couple more. James Van Dyke came on. He talked about entrepreneurship, stewarding our resources and our relationships as a, a business owner and a family man. Of course, I know you and... Uh, Anna, his wife, and you and Drew are such good friends. But I just want you to know when I'm celebrating this, 62,000 hits on both of James's, which we know he's brilliant, but I was still kind of surprised about that. <laughs> I'll probably hang up, and uh, when I when we're done talking here, I will probably call him and tell him how awesome that is because Isn't that's it? really exciting. I mean, two of them, that's over 120,000 people have downloaded his episodes, and they're wonderful. I'm not even surprised. I'm sure people are sharing mm-hmm. He and his wife have worked hard for him to have that wisdom to share. I'm so thrilled that it's hitting the spot with people. I know. It's just so sweet to my heart. And I want to say, sometimes I get tired of all these celebrity people, and they have all this information about leadership and so forth. In James's case, and all these people I just named, these are actually our personal friends. We know they are people of integrity, and we would attest to that. So I love that you can download this, any of these episodes, and just be really encouraged. You're getting good information from people who are very authentically and vulnerably sharing their stories and what they struggle with. And then they're telling you what has worked for them. So that's awesome. And then I wanted to just do one more and and then I may have to quit because we could do this all day. But my friend Nita Fran Ward is right now going through breast cancer treatment. We just love her. And she did two episodes. They've both gotten 62,000 and 63,000 downloads over 120,000 total or 25 even 125 over that thousand and her, her one of her titles was discovering the artist within so one one thing i noticed as i was reviewing this after a year on it is there is a there are a lot of people putting downloading these because they're interested in creativity and they want to know how can i develop it in myself And how can I encourage this in my children? So you and I are going to spend the next few minutes talking about that. And I can't wait. This is just going to be such a fun episode. So stay tuned with us. We have about a minute left. Anything you want to share before we move on? Um, Yes. My two favorite hymns at Thanksgiving that you gifted us with as children were All Creatures of Our God and King and We Gather Together. And I think that those kinds of hymns set part of the tone in our family for holidays that were successful gatherings of family. Oh, I love that. You know, I still remember that one of my nieces, one of your cousins, used to tell us before bed when they would spend the night with us, Aunt Kathy, can we have our M&Ms now? (laughs) (laughs) And she meant him. She didn't know that wasn't the same thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we're going to take a break. We have just a minute, like a few seconds to the break. You can find all the stuff we're going to be talking about. It's a, it's also a blog, so it's written down, and it's at kathycraffy.com. C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F is in Frank, B is in Victor, E as in Edward.com. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here, so stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally, she lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. I knew mom wanted to stay at home. It's the center of her family, her life. But helping mom stay in her home while managing mine was just too much. Honestly, it wasn't just about me. Mom didn't want me to be her caretaker. She wanted me to be her daughter. I felt so alone until I found out about Home Instead Senior Care. When we met the people at Home Instead, we just knew they were different. The experience was personal. They understood how we were all feeling. They just cared. Because of Home Instead Senior Care, Mom now has a caregiver who can help her stay home. But more importantly, they've made an incredible connection I never expected. And Home Instead changed my life, too. I've found balance again, and most importantly, for Mom and me, I get to be her daughter again. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. My parents are getting older, and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. Thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, we're visiting with my co-host today, Anna Craffy Pierce. I always have to remember to say your real last name now because I always want to just claim <laughs> you. Okay, but one of the things that happens on these shows is during the break, we get to talk while the commercials run. And Anna just shared something really sweet about that hymn. So I hate for our listeners to miss that, Anna. Our, my listening friends want to know what you said. Would you mind sharing about the hymn? Well, I love we gather together. All creatures are God and King. I love because in the fall you were talking about how East Texas has all the colors and the leaves and everything reflects who God is. And that song just 
it espouses, it speaks of that so clearly and sweetly. And I remember bringing in leaves from outside and putting them on the oh. table. You always assign me that job. And, um, and it's such a sweet thing for a young kid to do, to take their sack outside and fill it with fall leaves for the table. And then the other song, We Gather Together, I love because it starts out talking about how we come together to be with God. And then the second verse is how we are meant to be in his will and he protects us. And then the last word on the last verse is free. And um, to me, art and making things is, I don't know, you freed me to be an artist when you told me as a little kid that that mistakes when I was making art, mistakes were an opportunity to be creative, to try something I wouldn't have thought of otherwise. Oh, that's that's those, those two love... hymns are my favorite for Thanksgiving, and I love the idea of art and freedom. Um, I love it when you holidays and I love it when you quote me, and it makes me sound so smart. I don't even actually remember <laughs> saying that, but I'm just going to know that you don't lie. So that's awesome. Hey, um... I was a very small child, and you tell me I was erasing holes in my paper when you said that to me for the first time. Oh, well, that's true. So. You you were really, you were very careful as a small child. You wanted everything to look very beautiful. And so you erased a lot and that was not really helping the beauty of your papers. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Now I look at the mistake and I go, oh, well, let's see what we can do with that. Let's make a flower. Very wonderful. Hey, yeah. um, okay. So I really, I'm just so excited to have you on the show with me today. I forgot. I usually get people to tell their story. So what we're going to do is you're going to give us a little information and then we have the, the end of this show will come so fast. So we're going to save our Thanksgiving kit and that's going to be what we talk about in the next show. I'm going to do two with you. And, and so if people will flip over and look for that Thanksgiving kit title, what they'll find out is what I'm going to be doing with Anna's children and her best creative. I mean, she has done beautiful art over the years, but my favorite creative thing she's ever done is given birth to those two grandbabies and they're two and three. So if you look for Thanksgiving kit, you'll find what we're doing with Anna's kids. And I'm going to let you in on the secret today because we're going to talk about it in, the, in that other episode. But what I want you to share with us right now, because you're so creative and you have this wonderful background. of, And I remember you sitting at tables and drawing the salt and pepper shakers on the napkin. And I remember telling you, if you would discipline yourself to learn to draw anything, that you could be an artist and and, and you would be successful. And I know my parents probably told me that, but I never did it. But you were so diligent and faithful to do that. So that's my question. What made you want to be an artist? What made you be so diligent, even as a small child, to understand what it took to get there? So many layers. And I think in, in different stages of life, you recommit to your design. Ah. And so as a, as a little kid, as you're bumping along and the people around you are guiding you, um, you, you find the things you like. And then at some point, you get to commit to them to another level, maybe in late elementary school, early junior high. And then you do it again in high school and then in college and then as an adult. And each time it's a bigger commitment. And I was so blessed in life to have people around me to help me find that next level of commitment when it was time. Um, I was, I was also very fortunate to, my design was pretty obvious. I was pretty compulsive about wanting to make things mm -hmm. when I was little, you telling me that mistakes were an opportunity to be creative meant that art was very free for me. Mm -hmm. Grandma Craffy, um, dad's mom 
put up an opened an account for me with just a little bit of money so that I could learn how to buy supplies, how much it would cost to make a project, and then you know what I could sell it for. <laughs> Yeah, I isn't rem- that cute? But I, it was I so remember awesome of her. I never would have thought of it. And I remember that account and that first project. And I remember Ellen was kind of the business lady of the team. And y'all went around the neighborhood and got all those orders for all those Christmas tree stars. And then you had to make them. And it was so much work. I don't, and I don't, Ellen is still the business one who convinced <laughs> me to do things. And I end up doing the doing part. Never to that extent ever again, though. I learned my lesson. Well, I know. It was so, those Christmas stars are so beautiful, but they were really labor intensive and you sold them for like a dollar each or something. Y'all were so happy with entrepreneurship. You were happy with the money until you realized how much work it was going to be to to deliver the product. And then both of you learned a huge lesson. But yeah, grandma was right in the middle of that. She was so good at really reinforcing what we wanted to accomplish accomplish as far as giving y'all uh, coaching and po- helping you reach your potential, both of you. You guys always, she also gave me a box of art supplies. Oh my yeah. goodness, mom. In college, I went to replace some of the art supplies she bought me when I was about eight. The box was, right. it felt bigger than I was when she gave me the box. Yeah. It had a whole variety of pastels and watercolors and paints, just yeah. whatever she thought was good. I went to replace the pastels in college and couldn't afford to. Oh. She had bought... She had bought me the artist-grade pastels for her little eight-year-old granddaughter. Uh, So years later, she blessed me again. I mean, at that point, she may not have even been alive anymore. And she blessed me again because I realized that she really believed me when I said I wanted to be an artist at eight. She really believed that I could do it. Wow. Isn't that so sweet? I love that. Oh, she yeah. was an inspiration, and I miss her so much. And I and actually, we but, were talking about things we're thankful for. You know, we started the show. That two million downloads is so amazing to me. But we started the show, and my mother was so supportive. And then almost immediately, she began to really have some serious health issues and passed away within probably six weeks. So for me, it's kind of bittersweet this year to think of, I just wish she was here to share the moment with us. Two things about grandmothers. One, when people tell me they're about to be a grandma or they talk about their grandkids, I inevitably ask them if I can pray for them that when they die, their grandkids will lose one of the best friends. Oh, wow. It's a weird thing to pray for someone, but it's my experience and it's such a blessing. Yeah. I still cry. I mean, it's been years now that Grandma Crafty's been gone and now with the loss of Meemaw, but they were my best friends. And what a sweet treasure to have. But um, also with Meemaw, you know, kind of the next stage of commitment to art for me, I never had formal art lessons. We just bumped along creating things and buying books and reading and doing step-by-step things. And then I got to be 16 or 17 and Docky audited, your dad audited that class at TJC yeah. because he was retired from being a doctor and they would let him audit for free because it's a beautiful service to the community for seniors. Yeah, and that's beautiful. he took it because he needed out of the house and he sat on the couch in that lobby and blessed those college kids by being a grandpa there available to just sit by them and talk in between classes. And he made things and learned how to make things and we got to take it with him. And I took my yeah. first formal art class with my grandpa. And that's so sweet. I still look back on that. that, that and we were we were really smart because we actually let you go to school a year early or two years early. But two we, years. 
we knew my dad was elderly and we didn't want to miss a chance to do that with him. So, and then we, we looked up two years later and Meemaw was in the art department with us and he was still alive and we were all yeah. making art together. I know that was, that was crazy, but really cool. What, what a beautiful memory to have. Thank, I'm so glad you thought to share that. I just, I love the idea that anybody listening, my listening friends, might be encouraged to really think outside the box when it comes to doing things with their grandkids. And and I want to throw one more thing in about your other grandfather. I didn't know this was going to be about creativity because, but the thankfulness is, this is so, we're, these are the things we really, when we count our blessings, these are the things we count as a family. But I remember your grandfather, uh, Dave's dad, Bill, he was such a woodworker and it was nothing for him to have you in there and you were really the one child that was most interested. The other kids would do it just because they love grandpa, but but you were in there really learning how to use that shopsmith and how to make at furniture. 13, yeah. At 13, he, he gave me, you guys gave him permission to give me the scroll saw. And I went what? every week and Ellen would play with grandma and go shopping and grocery shop or whatever she needed to do. And I would Cookies. get in the wood shop and he could, he could out, he could outstand me, outlast me. As he got older, he finally got to my stamina where we would both be tired at the same time because he could just go and go and go if he was working with wood. And he taught me some really good skills that I used and I still use. Uh, I measure to the 32nd, and every time I do it, I do it in his honor because that is not my – that's something he taught me. And I know how to do things to scale because of him. So We're going to come to the end of the show really quickly. And I had one story I wanted you to share just because I think it's amazing. So when you first – okay, we have two minutes. You have to tell the short version. (laughs) Maybe I'll tell it. When she started working at uh, her school, which I don't know if I should even say which school it is, although we do love that school. When she first started working there – they gave her one of her first classes was a class of all boys. There were how many boys were in that class? Eighteen seventh grade boys and me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and we said she's a better Christian than we are. But that was your favorite class. You loved having all those boys, and she even let them use exacto knives, which I thought was quite audacious. <laughs> those it was beautiful because in the girls' class, I had a girls' class too. In the girls' class, we talked about. You know, um, guarding your heart for Christ and what we say to people and all the social interactions that involve being a girl. And in the boys' class, we talked about um, authority and influence. Mm. And I gave them sharp objects, and they were responsible with them because I just had such a vision for those young men being powerful in our community years from now. They are delightful to me, all of them. I wish we didn't have to close off this segment. I hope anyone listening is feeling really good about all the creative ways you can influence your children and and how family can really become such a Thanksgiving thing. If you don't have grandparents in your family, I want you to look for some at church. We have 30 seconds, so I'm going to say goodbye. Anna, thank you for joining me today. It's such a pleasure to have you. And you can find all these episodes at kathycraffy.com, and I hope you'll go there and find me and leave comments. So thank you for joining us today on Camp Crafty Fireside Talk Radio, where we ponder all the truths women store in their heart. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Johnny and Keith, yes.